0: folks, this is Adrienne A. Wallace, and you have reached me in the life room. Thank you for joining. We are full on into the autumn season, the season of obvious change in much of North America where leaves start to change color beautifully, and then they wilt away and fall to the ground, float through the air. There is transformation for the leaf and so too for the tree. So I wanted to come today, and I wanted to talk about some of the transformations that really need to be made in the lives of women, particularly women who are in relationships with men, in personal, intimate, and romantic relationships with men. So I'm speaking of heterosexual relationships and romantic relationships between a man and a woman and the things that women do. For anyone listening, how many times have you heard or seen a magazine story or a blog or a video or a meme on social media that would talk about women falling in love with man's potential and the forewarning is always don't fall in love with a man's potential if a man loved you he would do X or he would do Y and how women subject themselves often to men who are full of potential but lack in their doing and really being able to bring forth the things that that woman desires When in a relationship with a man. So we often point fingers and we have differing opinions. Sometimes people say, well, you have to be more patient or other people will say, well, you knew that's who he was when you got with him. Or they'll look at your scenario under which your relationship started and say, well, the way that it starts is the way that it ends Or they'll talk about the means or the the modules through which you met, if you met someone on social media, if you met them on a dating website, or if you met them at a bar. There's all kinds of things that people will look to be the defining thing or the defining moment as to why there is difficulty and dis-ease for a relationship in which a woman sticks by a man, And she's with a man in that relationship because she says she loves him. She believes he loves her, but things aren't moving and he's not doing the things that she would like for their relationship. And she's laying in wait for things to move forward. She may be looking to get married and is wondering if this boyfriend of hers, this person she's involved in with is the right one. And so women end up in a state of great resentment. And not gracious is a woman who is in a relationship with a man where she has resentments about the status of the relationship, where the relationship is, and really oftentimes the time that she's invested. And so what happens is, The mind of these women is one that says, you know what? He doesn't want to do what it is I need him to do or I want him to do. So he doesn't love me. And what I challenge every woman listening to this who may be able to relate, either because of a past experience that she's had, an experience that she's currently having, An experience that she's observing for other women. What I challenge each and every woman listening to do is to question yourself as to whether or not, as a woman, you are answering to the needs of your soul and whether or not you're answering to the needs of that man's soul. Now, let me explain what I mean by that. The needs of a man's soul, Says to most everyone that is reasonable that that man must be able to do a couple of things. He must be able to stand and deliver and provide for himself. If he has children, he must be able to provide and show up for those children. What are we talking about here, folks? We're talking about a man being gainfully employed, possibly having a vocation. We're talking about a man being responsible, that there's a balance in his life relative to how much times he spends at leisure versus how much time he spends at work. I will tell you, most women like to know that men are at work. But more than anything else, the call to that man's soul, other than being a provider, other than having balance between leisure and the more important things in life, is the question must be answered. Does that man love himself? And how do we measure that? We measure that by seeing a man taking care of his body, nurturing and taking care of his own spirit so he has a spiritual life. However that may be expressed, it's expressed in a healthy way. This is a man who honors his relationships and holds really strong values around what it is he will and will not do. So in part, and really in total, this man is self-sufficient. He loves himself, mind, body, and spirit. He's mentally healthy, spiritually balanced, takes care of his body through exercise, proper care, a lack of abuse of substances whether it's tobacco or marijuana or some other substance that is smoked he doesn't ferment his body with alcohol in an addictive stance at all if any of these elements have been things of his past he is doing the absolute work which is off often therapeutic. He's doing the work to make sure he doesn't revisit or relapse in that. So this man that we are saying we are holding on to his potential is a man that we would hold on to his potential only if he's doing the work of greatness and superiority. So if a man is not doing that, if a man is not taking care of himself and is not self-sufficient in mind, body, and spirit, the question a woman always should be asking herself is, why am I here? Why am I spending time with this man? Why am I giving off my own soul to this man when he doesn't measure up? And so oftentimes when I talk to women and I evaluate relationships and oftentimes when I talk to girlfriends or we're coaching, I find that women are trying to master love not by looking at the soul of each individual man. No, not at all. What these women are doing is they're doing it in relationship to other men in their lives, be it a brother, an uncle, their father, a grandfather, Women have this tendency to try to redeem the men of their early life with the men of their current life. They look to redeem a man who is not present with a man who is. So they think that if they fold in to a man, and they devote themselves to a man who is not delivering the things that they'd like to see, that this time it will be different because the example that they receive of manhood, because they can stand and push themselves as an adult into this man's life, that if they stand long enough, and if they nag and they push and they beg and they plead enough, that the man will change. But the fact of the matter is, is no man changes without wanting to change. It has never been more important than ever to evaluate our relationships, women to men, and understand whether or not the work is being done for a true relationship that has health, wealth, happiness, spiritual longevity. Potential is not enough. The purpose of men and women being together is so that we are awakened, And we should be awakened in the state of health. So we take responsibility for our own bodies and we look at men who are doing the same and inspire us to do more of that. That is not a potential. It is openly obvious when a man is honoring his body as a temple and whether or not he's taking care of it. We need to understand that the mind does not live in the body. It's the body that lives in the mind. So oftentimes, by the way a man decides to take care of his health and well-being, we know and we can determine a mindset. We have this thing where we often say, oh, men are so bad when they're sick. They're such babies or they're so bad about going to the doctor. or They're so bad about going to the dentist or men are such babies when it comes to their health. But a man who will not take initiative around his health and well-being is not something that any woman should just nod her head and take a status quo. The expectation should be that there is a dimension of being, and one of them being the healthy body. And it comes from having alignment. It comes from having alignment with the mind and the spirit. The three are not mutually exclusive. The other thing is, is the man goal oriented? Not talking about pie in the sky dreams, but is he taking responsibility for his external environment? You'll know that by seeing how it is that he acts, how he moves, how he consumes. A man who's a shopaholic, who's buying this sneaker and that sneaker, or even this shoe and that shoe, or, you know, has an overabundance of suits in his closet, or sportswear, and he's wearing team jerseys. A man who is not awakened in the sense of goal orientation, he's not investing, has nothing to show for his work and his labor other than things that could expire at any moment, that is a man who doesn't have potential. That is a man who lacks goals. The other thing is this man on a journey and not a journey of, oh, here's my dream and here's where I'm going with that and here's what I'm thinking about and let me talk about it. But this is a man who is Understanding that happiness doesn't come from those outside sources that I aforementioned. So the gambling, the excess drinking, this is not man shaming. This is saying that there is a time in which manhood is mastered. And women who appeal to men who are not mastering manhood are not regarded and respected as true women by those men. And so when you're not dealing with a man who is awakened in his state of happiness, who is looking to collect things as opposed to invest in things. That's a woman who is not being regarded as a true woman by that man. And that's a woman who has invested her time in the potential of a man. So see if he's mastering the skill of building wealth if he's truly awakened in that. The other thing is, what does he value? You know, in a really awakened relationship, a man is taking responsibility of his contribution towards others. So there's a contribution that he will make to you, financial, spiritual, physical, mental, emotional, He'll make that contribution to his parents, to his family, to his co-workers, to his employers, to his employees, and so to his friends, and truly will invest in his self in that way. So he's awakened. He's on the path. He gives and he receives. And he's, dare I say, charitable. But not to a flaw, because we mentioned he's responsible in building his wealth. And then finally, as I said, it's about, is his soul okay? Does he love himself? How do you know that a man loves himself and that he loves his soul? He's connected to a source and to source. He steps outside of the picture to see what's in it. He's he's a listener as much as he's a talker. He understands that his purpose for existing in the universe is to maintain and to build connections. But he's not abusive. He's not entertaining a host of women. He actually understands exclusivity and life partnership he understands that his connection to people are spiritual. And it's something much bigger than what he does in that what he learns, what he surrenders, and what he gives and how he loves himself and others determines whether or not he's an awakened soul. So ladies who are invested in the potential of a man, Are invested in the potential of a man because they're seeking to redeem some other man that came before him. We cannot redeem one man through another. We can look for men who have redemptive qualities in and of themselves. It is the best way that we can love ourselves. It is the best way that we can craft healthy, sustainable relationships. It is the best way to present and to show up as a woman. So first and foremost, love yourself, invest in the goodness of your soul and look at that man and figure out in truth, is he okay? And if the answer is no, there's a no walk that you must take and it doesn't include that man. And if the answer is yes to the examples that I have set forth in this podcast, Then stand and deliver. Take your own pulse. Feel your own soul vibration. Be honest about whether or not you are a worthy partner for that man. Go forth. Have your joy. Maintain your prosperity. Exercise your goodwill. Thank you for joining me in the life room. Namaste.